It is the Chicago First podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Check, check, check. All right. And if you take any pictures of that, it's going to very much reinforce how short I am compared. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I got this on, uh, on uh, you know, your tape recorder. <laughs> There we go. It's like it's like Wayne with the joint back in the day. Yeah. So I'll see you with the beer. There it is. All right. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, Hyma Black backstage at Parade to the Polls here the day before the 2016 election, which is crazy. Um, and it's a party in Grant Park at Petrillo Music Shell. Uh, there's a ton of local talent, Chicago-based talent, Twin Peaks, Aaron Allen Kane. An odd couple is here. We're standing here with him, Zach Henderson. How you doing, man? I'm great, man. It's yeah. been an awesome day. Like, the turnout's been awesome, and everybody's response is, like, very genuine. I can tell, like, people are really out here, like, on the same page. Yeah. You know? It's a really positive energy out here. For sure. Absolutely. Um, So, man, we've seen each other a little bit today because of Mike Kolar, who, you know, needs no introduction. And he has been telling us stories upon stories upon stories about your European trip that closed sessions took. Like, tell us about this journey that you took out overseas with Mike Kolar. Oh, dude. Like... You know how you have those like those Chevy like those Chevy Chase movies right. that are like, oh, we're going on a European vacation. Oh, like, what going- can go wrong? Yeah, yeah, what could go wrong? And then you know what I mean? It was like it started off like that. It was the ultimate like alley oop. And then like Blake Griffin slam dunked it when we got to Europe and I was with Kolar and I'm just like, damn, bro, this is how you live? Like every day, uncouth, like, you know what I mean? No hinges. Like, I wanna go over there. So we go over there. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just you can to use your imagination and go from there, what else? You'd be like, let's go do that. And then we go do that. Yeah. So, you know. A lot of implied. Yeah. Were you, like, performing out there or just taking meetings or? Yeah, we were performing a lot. It was me. I DJ for Kwaku Collins. Right. Um, it was my man, 50 Grand. And uh, so we were, like, out on tour. And we did five cities in ten days, which is super cool because, like, one of the, the, first, the first stop was Pitchfork Paris. We did that. And, like, the crowd was amazing and super responsive and shit. Like, they really, like knew his music, which is wild because it's halfway across the world. So we did that. Then we went straight to uh, Eidenhoven, uh, like the Netherlands, for Dutch Design Week, which is the most lit show I've ever played in my entire life. Like, ew, they just, like, after we played, they, like, bring it, like, we go upstairs, we're just kind of sipping Prosecco and just having a good time, like, you know? Right. And, and I don't know. They just kind of were, like, we come downstairs, and we hear, like, the next act is kind of done playing. And he was a good act, but it's just because, like, we needed to chill. We were upstairs, not trying to be around, like, loud music for a second. So we come back down, and, like, they're just playing house music, whatever. And, and Money Trees by Kendrick comes on, and we start turning up, and they come up to me, and they're like, um, we love your energy. Do you want to play more music? And we're like, I, like, I mean, <laughs> and, and Kolar just comes out, and he's like, we're going to need a lot more alcohol. And so they bring us five more bottles of Prosecco, crush them all. It was me, Kwaku, Kolar, and our man Bridges, who's a photographer. Sure. And we just turned up, like, went crazy, playing every song. It was like karaoke set. So it was just like from there, that was a, that was a third day of tour. <laughs> so we just kind of went for the next 10 days. So, you know, one of the things I always see about closed sessions as, as a label, as an organization, as a, as a collective, like, you guys do a lot of traveling. Like, since it's such a small, tight-knit team, it's not, you know, 60 people on the, like, administrative side and, like, 50 artists. It's like, you guys travel a lot, right? Yeah. Like, 
uh, you know, not just even internationally, but nationally as well. Like, what is it like going out on the road with these guys and having these kind of opportunities where you get to, I would imagine, maybe meet with, like, you know, like a Spotify or a Billboard or a Title or I'm guessing. Yeah, it, it's wild because it's like, like me, like my, like I'm a producer's producer. I sit in a studio. I make tracks. I invite people who are around to come to the studio and make songs. That's how you end up with two albums in 18 months because you just, like, are always at the studio. But, like, getting out and traveling is super cool because we start to figure out, like, especially at CS, like, <laughs> we're goofy. Like, we're goofies. And so, like, we start to figure out, like, out in public, in the world, like, we really are. Like, it's not just a, like, we really are goofy. We really are wild. So it's cool as hell to, like, go on the road with, like, your best friends who are the only people who really, really get you like that. Like, at least in this music shit, they're the only people who really, really get you and where you're coming from. So, like... Being in the studio working on projects all the time and then getting out on the road for a few weeks is wild because you realize how much cabin fever has set in with like you and them. We're all in the same building. It's no escape. It's no escape. And then we get on the road and we got to talk to strangers. It's like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> we're ridiculous. Yeah. But it's fun. But you, know, but you guys get the job done. Like you look at the year closed sessions has had for yeah. all of you guys, Quaku, you, like everyone involved in the Jamila, like – as wild, like I feel like every week I'm seeing something about closed sessions artists in Pitchfork, in like Billboard, in whatever you know outlet. Uh, has that response and that attention been kind of surreal? Yeah, it's been wild because like it, it like with us, this is the plan. Like, sure, you're supposed to have a great year. You're supposed to like do things that you that are beyond your expectations, but like nobody. I mean, we couldn't call this, you know what I mean? And we just kind of stumbled upon it. Like, it, it kind of all started last year when Kwaku signed. I was working on my first project, Chatterbox, and we, like, were putting it together, and then and then Kwaku came in, and he heard, like, every song was like, man, can I get on this? I want to get on as much as I can. Like, I love this. I was like, right away, I was like, yes, dude. Like, you're amazing. We just kicked it off. Started from there, went into his project, went into Boathouse's project, and it all just kind of like developed into it. And we, it all kind of, it all kind of really got to the next, you know, next level, upper echelon when Quaku dropped Nat Love. Yeah. And then Jamila dropped Heaven. And then right after, you know, like I'm working on other little songs that are on the side, like Song of Joey Perp's projects, one of the songs on Nat Love. Obviously, I exec produce Heaven. I'm working on Liberation, which is coming out on Friday. So it was like, very cool to be in the trenches with everybody and then just be a, like see everybody literally like accomplish like life goals. Well, and I love that everybody's supporting each other. It's not just a label of like six inner six unrelated artists. It's like everybody is appearing on each other's work. And on that note, you had um, Love Above drop very recently. It got a lot of attention. It's a new song. And Kwaku and Jamila are on that, right? Yeah. So it's with uh, Kwaku, Jamila, and then um, like a slew of other really dope. Uh, instrumentalists I like linked up with and just kind of like my thing is always to try to take shit to the next level so like I had the sample I had Kwaku I had Jamila and I was like man like there's another level of this song that it can go to and that's just kind of what you hear in the outro is like just me really experimenting with like what I was feeling was on the back end of this and it was just really cool to work with all these other people and like bring that shit to life and really have people like it takes you from one mood to another to another to another, and and from what I can tell, people seem to really fuck with that, which is awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. It's like the response seems like it's been really positive, and that's going to be part of a larger project that's dropping this month in November called Liberation, right? Yeah, exactly. Liberation drops on 11-11. Mm -hmm. Go pre-order that. 
Yeah. iTunes, Spotify, download it, pay for it. Please pay for it. <laughs> Pimp needs some money in the pocket. But um yeah. So it was like it was it's all kind of like part of a bigger project, which is just collaboration, like you said. It's really just like me really like reaching a level another level of like understanding of myself and like where I am in this world. Like not just myself, but like I know me, but I also know where I fit in in the grander scheme of things, like what my position is, what my what I need to do. So it's really cool to work on a project that's like so open-ended, but also at the same time, like so um, encompassing of where everybody else is at in the same time. Like a lot of the people I'm around or on the project all kind of really had a coming of age this year. Like yeah. from Mick Jenkins, like, you know what I mean? Joey Perp to Kwaku to Jamila to everybody's like, they knew who they were before, but like this year is the year they really took off. Well, this this year was like, I mean, this is such an overused term at this point, but it's like the Chicago Renaissance. Like everyone keeps saying that, but it's like everybody you listed and so many more, and not even just the artist side, but like the the creators, the makers, the labels, everybody. It's it's a year. Like people, you know, the spotlight's on us and so many people stepped up, as you know, and, and you're working with and seeing. So that new project's dropping this month. Um, what else is on deck for you as we kind of head into 2017? Man, so I'm working on, like, obviously, Liberation Drops 11.11, so that's coming up. After that, um, I'm, like, really starting to work on um, another in-house project, Webster X. He's, yeah. He just recently signed. Yeah, he just signed with you guys. Yeah. yeah, and, like, he's a Milwaukee cat. I'm from Milwaukee. That's my man. Like, that's, like, one of my better best friends in, in music and stuff, so... Working on his new project, super exciting, because I feel the same energy I felt with, like, Quaker and Jamila, like, genuine friendship. I care. I want, like, your project to be the shit. I want you to, like, glow the fuck up on this thing. Yeah. I want to help, and, like, that's what being a producer is all about. Like, I'm trying to be a Magic Johnson at closed sessions, just kind of throw off some passes and really set up some alley-oops and shit. I don't need 50 points. Like, I'm trying to, like, make sure everybody else ends up I want to win. You know what I mean? Like I, you I want, want everyone to win. You exactly. want the team to win. Exactly. A team win is your win is everybody's win. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's like that's what I'm really like trying to do. And it's just super cool because it's like a lot of times you're a producer, you're like, oh, man, I just worked on this project or I just made this iconic song. Like how do I follow that up? For me, it's like how do I follow that up? I just go to the building tomorrow and see right. who's in there. And be like, do you want to make some music? Whether it be like this side thing that me and Boathouse are working on called 309 AM, wait for it. And then like, <laughs> or it'd be like, like a new Kwaku project, like Jamila's next project, Webster X's new project, like whatever it is, it's all kind of in the building. It's all like really capsulized, like in, you know, encompassed in like the energy of the building. So it's just really cool to be able to like work on my stuff and then be around with these other people who are working on amazing shit on on their own and they want my help. I want to help. It's amazing. Dude, I love and I love that positivity. I love that energy. Um, it's really exciting to see. I can't wait to hear the full record, man. And I know you got a DJ here on stage in a few minutes, but like you know the invitation's always open. Let's keep the conversation going like next year at South by. I'm really glad we got you on a panel this month or this year. Like Thanks for taking the time. It's awesome. No, definitely, man. And uh, I'm trying to, you know, trying to get this late night show. You guys need, you know, instead of Jimmy Fallon, you get out a couple late night. Me and the boys just out here hanging out, talking about, you know, life, shooting shit. Yeah, just I think Kolar needs a late night thing. That exactly. He could be. Uh, he could be. What's it called? Uh, 
he, he could be like the uh, the Johnny Carson. I could be the Ed McMahon. Yeah. Or vice versa. One of us. Whoever's balder. Whoever's <laughs> whoever's balder will take it. I, I <laughs> but that's that's the next wave. Dude, I love it. That's amazing. Uh, Zach Henderson, Odd Couple. Thank you so much, man, for taking the time. Man, appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.